and welcome to the Amplify Her podcast. I am your host, Christina Singh, and the Amplify Her podcast is all about amplifying and uplifting women's voices and stories. Sprinkle in some solo episodes and some fun topics, and you've got this show. So welcome. Uh, I am so excited for today's episode. This is an interview with Carmen Shields. You may uh, recognize that name if you're a listener of this show because Carmen is a part of the Amplify Her Media Network. Her show, Discovering Amazing Possibilities, is on the Amplify Her Media Network. And I hope if you can hear it, you're enjoying the beautiful echoes of the sirens of Brooklyn. It seems like every time I turn on my mic, Brooklyn just wants to say hello to everyone. So, I hope you enjoy it. Carmen uh, Shields is joining the show today, like I mentioned. And Carmen, I, I just so enjoyed this conversation because I love Carmen and I met Carmen through Stephanie Vershow. We talk about that pretty um, briefly, but the thing I love about Carmen is she's always looking to better herself. She's always looking for different programs, different ways to heal, different um, paths to follow, trying to better understand who she is more and more. And I think that's such a brave quality. I think it is so brave to put yourself out there and to explore ways that you can improve upon yourself. It's not an easy journey. And Carmen speaks to that. And it's so funny because I mentioned this in the show, but I would have never thought that Carmen would want to have a podcast, would be more into spirituality, would be, you know, putting herself out there in all these ways because she comes off as a very introverted, shy person. And one of the topics that I really loved discussing with her on today's episode was cultivating that energy or or that just cultivating that moment of progress within you and not necessarily shouting it out to the rooftops, just taking those steps and and um, maybe doing something that is scary like a podcast, but just trying to be consistent rather than telling everyone about it. And I, I really appreciate her mentioning you know, that she, a lot of her friends and family don't know that she has a show. You know, a lot of her network doesn't know that she has a show. And I feel very similarly when it comes to Amplify Her Media. I don't really post a lot about this podcast on, you know, my personal pages because I am trying to grow and I, it does feel so intimate. And right now I am, you know, working on it. And so I think there's just this beautiful lesson in all of this um, of continuing to move in that direction that like feels good to you and you don't have to shout it out from the rooftops you and you can you totally can if you want Um, but I think there's a really beautiful um, moment in the process and embracing that process so I hope you enjoy this interview with Carmen it was really such a joy to speak with her and please go listen to her show discovering amazing possibilities and I also want to mention that Carmen has a book and her book is called just create creating through the grief wilderness so if that is resonating with you feel free to go get a copy I believe it's on Amazon um, and enjoy this episode with Carmen Carmen welcome to the Amplify Her podcast. I am really, really thrilled to have you. This has been a long time in the making. So thank you for being on the show today. 
Thank you for having me. You and I have been connected through Stephanie for show. I've feel like I've interviewed so many people that I've met through <laughs> Stephanie. She's such a connector and, um, you and I connected because I spoke at, uh, the joy method with Stephanie, um, with a current cohort that she, she had been coaching. And, um, I quickly started following many of you online. And then I mentioned, um, the amplify her network. And I know that you had mentioned you wanted to get your podcast back up and running and just like be a bit more regular with, uh, the shows that you were putting out and the messages you wanted to put out into the world. So I loved that. And I, I really felt so compelled to chat with you in general, but what I noticed in our conversation is that you are consistently trying to better yourself and consistently putting time and effort and energy into understanding who you are. So I really wanted to talk to you about that because I feel like your show is all about that journey and helping others who may be in a similar frame of mind as you are. Has this been something that you've done for a while investing in yourself or is this a newer journey for you? Um, No, it's been a very long journey. I like to say I started the journey maybe like back in 2014. I was going through a period of intense grief and I was storing that grief in my body. So not only did I want personal growth, but I wanted to also start my healing journey. So I like to sort of put that in my journey. Also a personal growth is the healing because I think healing is really important to your journey of personal growth. Uh, in order to share whatever message you have with others. Yes. I love that so much. So in in 2014, you mentioned you were going through extreme grief and um, you started this process. What did that look like for you? What did you first turn to in your journey of healing? Um, I first turned to something called Reiki. It's a type of energy healing. Uh, for those that your listeners that don't know about it, uh, it's a really cool uh, alternative method to add to your toolbox of just really processing any energy that's stuck or uh, moving that stuck energy throughout your body. So I started receiving Reiki, and then I was really interested in learning more about Reiki. So I became a Reiki practitioner and started sharing Reiki with others. And it just really helped me to process all the things. Yeah. How did you even find Reiki? Because I feel like these things are more common um, and these practices are more common, but how did you even find that? I guess just the research, you know, Mm -hmm. looking for um, things that would really help me process all that. Yeah. And then you had such a positive experience. You decided to practice it with others. What was that journey like? Because I think it takes a lot of bravery to (laughs) be experiencing something and then say, well, I want to do this. I want to practice this. I want to teach this. What, what was that moment that, that changed for you? Um, I just really saw how it benefited benefited me 
mm-hmm. and um, processing all that stuck energy. And I've always sort of been uh, very intuitive. And so it was kind of like I got an intuitive nudge or an intuitive hit, if you will, to um, go and study it and see what this was all about. It was sort of a long journey because I I had got my first certification in Reiki and then I was sort of resistant to continue on. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. And then I really knew I wanted to share with others because I, I saw the benefits. So do you still practice Reiki? I do. Yes. Okay. I actually uh, went on to get my Reiki master certification. So uh, if I want to later on down the road, teach Reiki, I can do that. Okay. So what exactly do you experience in a Reiki session? Because I have experienced energy healing before, but I've mm-hmm. never like gone to someone specifically for a Reiki session or a period. Like what was it? that was the experience for you? Sure. Yeah. Um, everyone experiences different things. Uh, what I experienced was, um, I would see, you know, different images or colors. Uh, I would feel, uh, you know, so basically Reiki, what it is, is it's, it's a hand-on process. So different areas of your body that correspond to your energy centers in the body is where, you know, you'll place the hands and some people aren't okay with hands-on. So you can also do it just with your hands hovering over that spot. But what I experienced is heat, tingling sensations. Um, I actually experienced, a uh, intense relief of emotions. So I got pretty emotional during, during my sessions. And, um, but again, not everyone will experience that in that particular moment. The cool thing about Reiki is you can experience that release days after the session. Wow. That is so, so interesting. And I have heard of Reiki aiding in a healing process and mm-hmm. aiding in grief, like you're mentioning now. Um, and I love that you found such, such immense healing in this process that you wanted to give it to others. Um, but I imagine that when you are experiencing something new, when you're going through emotions, that's also really challenging. Um, and that you can bump up against some really challenging, uh, emotions, especially around grief or processing trauma. Um, what was that experience like? Because I would assume you have to feel quite comfortable with the person you're with. Um, how did you come, how did you come across those moments? Like how, what has been your process, um, in healing, uh, you know, just, I'm really like the image of my brain is really like wading through those challenging moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at first it was really challenging and I was really resistant to just releasing all those emotions. It was like, it had been those emotions and that grief had been stuck in my body energetically for so long that it was like, what, what am I going to do now without that? You know? Um, so yeah, it, it was a challenge and it was, I was resisting it. Um, but 
I sort of just set the intention that, you know, here I'm going into this space of healing and it's going to benefit, you know, I'm going to receive the benefits and just being open to that. Yeah. Well, it's obvious that you did receive benefits if you then wanted to teach people. Mm-hmm. So I know you said that this was the first step that you took in a journey toward healing and in self-care and self-reflection. What other things have you been doing since? Like what were some, some additional things that you started practicing? Um, so one tool that I learned along the way was, um, something called access consciousness. That's another method of healing, so to speak, but it also was a tool for personal growth for me. And, um, you know, this question that I pose on my podcast, the what else is possible question and just feeling into that energy of what else is possible. And for me, that really helped on my journey of personal growth as well. Um, because just, you know, really opening up to that energy of what else is possible and the amazing possibilities that yeah. will show up in all areas of our lives. What happened when you started asking those questions when you were tapping in? I'm always really curious about the process. Yes. Um, I appreciate that question. So just more releasing of the resistance and being more open to that energy of positivity and light and healing. I think what is really beautiful about you is that you are challenging yourself regularly with things that are very nurturing. Like it sounds like when you went into your Reiki practice, you're looking for some nurturing, you know, some healing an opportunity to be held. Same with these questions. What else is possible? You know, that sounds like such a nurturing question. (laughs) And I really also know, I know through going through these processes myself in different ways, that that's also a very challenging thing to ask yourself. It's also very challenging to sit down and be vulnerable and allow for those thoughts and those moments to happen. Has that been a pattern with you where you've embraced challenge or is that a new process that's come along with this journey? Um, I think it's been a pattern, but I appreciate you for saying that, yes, it can be a challenge. So, um, you know, I'll ask myself this question, what else is possible in really, really challenging moments. And, but I'm just like, you know, pissed off about the question. It's like, why am I asking my, myself this question right now? Because I just can't focus on the energy of it or even like sitting with the energy. It's so uncomfortable and I'm so resistant, but I do it anyway. It's almost kind of like, you know, being afraid and doing it anyway. So mm-hmm. just, um, and that's part of my personal growth journey is sitting with that uncomfortable energy, sitting, you know, and creating a space for myself to do that. Right. And then, um, you know, expanding upon that. Yeah. Well, I think something that I wanted to talk that I mentioned before we hop on the call that I wanted to, I had a topic in mind 
when talking to you. And this is, you know, leading to a thread of that topic. And that's really bravery because I think you're a very brave person. I think that you, you step outside of your comfort zone to do things that will challenge you, you know, signing up for programs or, um, doing a teacher training or embarking on a new journey, starting a podcast, always trying to challenge yourself, trying to grow, grow your audience. That takes a lot of bravery to do those things. Um, but I also don't know if you would see yourself in that way, you know, like, have you ever thought of yourself as being brave? Um, that's, yeah, I think you're, you hit the net, the nail on the head right there. That is not something that I would character myself as being brave or courageous. Um, I have a quote that's a favorite of mine. It's, you know, do one thing a day that scares you or do one thing a day that challenges you by Eleanor Roosevelt. I really love that quote because I don't see myself that way, you know, doing one thing a day that scares me or one thing a day that challenges me. But I do see it from others, you know, others that are observing or looking from the outside in that, and people have told me you're so courageous or you're so brave. So, I mean, I do appreciate you for saying that. So thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I mean, I really do think a lot of the things that take, you know, the things that we do in order to heal, whether you're going to see a therapist, you're seeing a doctor about something that doesn't feel right. Like all of these small moments are small moments of courage. And I think they should be celebrated because Mm -hmm. they're not always seen that way, but a lot of the time we're seen as, you know, it's fearful and it's scary to do certain things. And I think you are very much a testament to someone who is trying to continue to improve upon themselves and heal by doing things that are scary and putting yourself in vulnerable situations. So I know you've been in the joy method and in different, have you been in different courses similar to this or have like, I know you just mentioned um, Reiki and then, you know, asking yourself what else is possible in these different methodologies that you're um, you've been cultivating when did you start to embrace more of like a group environment for these kinds of things? The joy method was the very first time. Interesting. Um, yeah, I had yeah. never even done individual coaching. So I was uh, very anxious and nervous about that. And to be very transparent, even this podcast episode, it's like, I told you before, right? When we hopped on, it's like, I'm a little bit nervous. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I think it's great. I think it's, I think a lot of people can relate to what you're saying. And so when you started, because in this group environment, then you have other people's thoughts and opinions and what you might think they're thinking of you swirling around, but you're all in this journey toward healing. I noticed though, that you, like it benefited you in a deep way. So so much so that you wanted to then record yourself and put messages out into the world about your process of healing. Why, why do that? Why start that now? I'm all about expanding the conscious awareness of the world one person at a time. And that means just helping people to discover 
their own conscious awareness and being, you know, just opening themselves up to that energy of awareness and possibility and um, just being with that energy, you know, and tuning into that more often because we're, we're, we're all these beings that came to this planet that have that capability. We've been taught and we've been learned not to, to sort of just keep that intuition or turning into that intuition dormant. Mm-hmm. I think if I had met you um, outside of the drama that I would not think that you'd be into these kinds of things. <laughs> are people often surprised that you are? They can be. Um, yes. Because I present differently mm-hmm. to people I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that's really cool because it just goes to show your curiosity and how you're curious about the world around you. And um, also the fact that you have experienced trauma and that you are healing from that. Are there other people in your life that you have helped who have also been through trauma that, you know, would not, maybe not, you wouldn't yourself have thought that they would be open to different experiences like you've experienced? I would say it's about a 50-50, yeah. (laughs) I, I think I would definitely say there are people that I wouldn't have thought that I had helped, you know, um, just through something they heard that I said or something I shared about, you know, my, my journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's really cool that. Yeah. Well, you sometimes come off as a little shy, I think, um, <laughs> or maybe a bit more introverted. And mm-hmm. I think what is really so cool about your journey and your process is that you've, you have really turned to so many other people to start a conversation, to help you on your healing journey, to learn, to expand. And I think that's a big misconception of someone who may present as more introverted or shy, that you're not expansive, that you're not, you know, reaching out to others to help in this journey, but it seems like that's really important to you. Um, is that also scary? It can be. Yeah. And I think the interesting part about a lot of introverted people is their curiosity that most people don't get or understand. So I think that's why I may be introverted in that way and and sharing with others. Um, but that's part of my evolution, I think. Um, and it's become part of my process is sharing more. And, you know, just recently I shared about my podcast on my personal Instagram page. So, and that was a big deal for me because even like my family members don't know my, about my podcast. Mm-hmm. But I, I think what you're, you know, speaking toward is that line, um, of what everyone else sees versus what we're cultivating inside of us <laughs> and what we have, you know, I don't tell a lot of people about amplify her media. I don't post it on my, like my LinkedIn and it comes up in conversation, but I think because I'm cultivating this, um, and trying to, it's a work in progress and I'm working on it 
um, consistently and trying to have it grow, I, I am also protective of it. Is that something that you've experienced as well? I think so. I think that has been a big theme around my podcast, probably, even though I wanted to really, you know, I had a, th- this desire to create community and get my podcast out into more ears. But at the same time, I was, yeah, I think I was protecting it. Well, it's also scary because then you're putting yourself out there and you're showing people your innermost thoughts. Uh, I've danced on the internet, you know, like that is not something I would regularly like do on my personal page to like people I've known throughout my life who follow me on social media, but for strangers, I'm like, sure, that's fine. I, and I, and then, you know, even these conversations, I've talked about such personal things on this show that maybe I wouldn't, you know, talk about on my personal page as have you. And so I think that is so interesting where there's that scary moment of putting yourself out there, but also like that safety net of putting yourself out there in yeah. certain ways to mm-hmm. certain audiences. Um, right. Cause it's kind of that like handholding moment for growth where maybe one day you just won't give a shit and you're like, all right, I'm good. Like I'm going to put this all out there in every platform. Do you see yourself getting more and more comfortable. I mean, you just said posting on your personal Instagram was a huge deal. Do you see yourself getting more comfortable with blending these two worlds and putting yourself out there a bit more? Hmm, That is a good question. What else is possible? (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, At the moment, no, I don't. I mean, I only have Instagram. So that's like the only social media platform I used. I use right now. So Well, I'm curious about the future of your healing journey, because we've talked about the ways in which you've indulged in um, ensuring that you're safe and that you're healing. What are you looking to do in the future? You don't have to share anything you don't want to, because I know probably it's quite personal. Um, But what are some things that you're interested in in the future? Coaching. So that's come up quite a few times in uh, my awareness is coaching others and maybe even integrating Reiki and coaching. So energy coaching along those lines. I love that. Thank you for sharing. I know that that's a very vulnerable thing to share as well. I'm also curious about, um, you know, your, like, if you have any fears that are popping up along this journey that you've had to really tackle and challenge recently? I'm sure there are many. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nothing's really coming to mind. Probably the fear of doing whatever type of coaching program that I find, you know, and becoming certified. So right. Of actually doing the thing. Yeah. But then also uh, this fear of what if I don't do anything with it? right? What if I end up not coaching people? So maybe. Right. (laughs) Such an interesting thing though, because the, the thing that you've just brought up, I think is really important because so many times we invest 
in something that maybe we don't end up doing, or maybe we aren't following through with it, or we invest in something and we feel this obligation to do that thing, but we don't want to anymore. And I think that lesson that you've just stated of being able to go into something with an open mind and understanding, like, maybe I'm going to come out on the other side of this and want to do something else, but I have to go through that experience. I think that's really, really important. How many people have degrees that they're not using? You know, how many people went through classes that they, you know, how many people learned languages that they don't remember? I think you're touching on a really great point of going into something and not knowing what the outcome is, is scary, but it's also a great experience in order to understand what you want. (laughs) Yes. So as you're crafting, you know, this new chapter, as you're going through these moments, who has been an ally to you? Who has been helpful to you in this journey? Um, I think the people I've met in the Joy Method group, coaching group, um, and their support, also you, you know, being part of your podcast network has been really amazing. And I appreciate you for creating that. And um, so, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you too. I really appreciate you being a part of it. So you're actually the first person that was a part of this dream and this idea that I had not having I, any idea what it was going to look like. Right. <laughs> I just said, I yes. Mean, yeah. I was no. like, okay. <laughs> it's a work in progress. I'm still figuring things out. Like it really is a journey, but I think what is so cool is that you're really open to the process and I'm really open to the process. So it's like, okay, yeah, let's like figure out how to support each other. I'm going to promote your show. Like you're going to put out content. Like both of those things are scary, but let's do it. And what I love about your show is that it's small bite size nuggets of those questions that you're, you've been asking throughout this episode. Um, and these moments that you've had with yourself, um, that you're trying to talk about with other people. I love that your show is like always 15 to 20 minutes. If you want to do longer form, I think it's awesome but I really enjoy that somebody could be on a quick commute to work or dropping off their kid at daycare or something. And like, they can be listening to your show. So what uh, has been the most challenging part about putting out a regular podcast series? Um, I guess um, consistency and, but also coming into my own and creating a show for others, but at the same time for me, you know, and expanding my creativity. So make creating a podcast show that's in alignment with my creativity and doesn't have to look like everyone else's. Yeah. I think that that was a big challenge in the very beginning because I've actually been dabbling in the podcast world for two years. 
but I never really had a consistent show because I always felt the pressure to have it look like everyone else's that I've been following or, you know, have all this social media following and this and that and other things. So then once I finally was like, okay, Carmen, what do you want it to look like? You know, how do you want to create it? And maybe only one person listens to it, but that's awesome because you're, like you said, you're creating that conscious awareness one person at a time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So true. And you have no idea who is listening to you. And that is scary, but also really exciting. I remember the first time I got like a random message from someone and who would listen to my show. And I was like, what? (laughs) And even now, like if somebody tells me that they listen to like my mom, I saw her over the weekend and she was like, Oh, I was just listening to your show. And I was like, you listen to my show. Oh my God. Like it blows my mind. And yeah, I I remember I was in a, in a um, group and one of the girls was in this, um, this uh, small business group. And one of the girls said, Oh, somebody brought up your show to me. Um, They like mentioned it. And I was like, what? are you talking about? Like, and my show is not huge, but it's crazy because you just do not know who you are influencing or like who is listening to you speaking. And I can't think about that while while I'm creating something, but have you received feedback on your show? Like, have you had that moment where you're like, oh, you're, you listen to like what I was saying? I have. And I've also had my first two review comments on apple podcasts and i'm just like what you know like you yeah like this is so cool totally i love it i think that's i'm really excited to see where your show goes and where you go in this journey because i think you are embracing so many different things but in your way like you being uniquely you you're not trying to be somebody else. You're not trying to go do, um, what other people are doing. You're trying to understand things that will help make a better version of you. And I think that is really such a critical distinction in anyone's journey for those who may be listening to this and can relate to you and your journey. What are some things that you would want to share with someone who has been in a similar position of processing trauma and healing and going on a journey like yours? Well, first of all, I recognize that it ain't easy, honey. (laughs) And second of all, that's the key. It's uniquely your journey. And just be open to that and feeling all the feels and um, also being open to new and sometimes scary ways of processing your emotions, processing that energy, and not only processing, but just feeling into that energy. Yeah. I think that's really beautiful. Where can people find you, Carmen? Thank you for asking. Uh, I am on Instagram at amazing possibility. And then I also have a website. I am carmenshields.com. 
beautiful as you can hear brooklyn in the background um please make sure to go follow carmen and like i was saying her episodes are really gorgeous digestible moments um and lessons that she's learned and carmen i just feel so honored to be able to work with you and to see this journey like i was looking the other day at your show on um on Apple podcasts. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she has released so many episodes. And like, what episode are you on now? I think I'll be on 18. I know. I'm, Oh my gosh. I'm like October. October will be one year. Oh, so I'll be releasing season two and I'll, I'll, I'm also going to start doing interviews. Yay. I'm so excited. I think it, I mean, it has just been so cool to see your journey because when we first spoke, you were about joining this network and about putting yourself out there. We, I remember you saying like, it's been really hard for me to be consistent because I get fearful and like, I don't want it to be too much, but look, you have 18 episodes out. You're going to be coming up on a year in October. October is not that far away. Like that is wild and so cool. And I cannot wait to see what the next you know, year after that brings, because I really feel like you're doing such beautiful things with your life. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see how you continue to grow and, and master this. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here, Carmen. If uh, you're listening, please go follow Carmen, listen to discovering amazing possibilities and um, check out the other shows on the Amplify Her Media Network as well. And remember that your voice matters and your story matters. And we will see you on the next episode of the Amplify Her podcast. Bye. The Amplify Her podcast is a part of the Amplify Her Media Network. You can check out more shows on the Amplify Her Media Network over on Instagram at Amplify Her Media.